second time right <laughs> hello hello welcome to the podcast that's dope entertainment uh, my name is god's will we got josh we bring it back delmar and we have uh, two special guests with us uh we are with nicks and with jeremy uh they have a manga that they want to talk about thank you guys so much for joining the podcast how are you thank guys you doing today us. so far thank you for having us absolutely blessed as always man oh that's good to hear it's good to hear and then also how y'all two hosts doing I didn't ask y'all. Oh, man. Blessed, black, and highly favored. Whoa. There we go. Yeah, I'm solid, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> solid. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, you guys are all doing all right. And thank you guys so much for joining on. So, uh, I guess, can you guys, uh, the new guest, can you guys uh, talk about yourselves, uh, what you guys got going on, and who you are, and what, what, what's been going on? Ooh, sure. Um, so yeah, I'll take the lead. Uh, I'm Nix. Uh, my real name is Garrett, um, and this is my business partner Jeremy, and we are the creators of Echo Chambers Productions. And our primary flagship product right now is um, Echo Chamber: The Unmarried Manga. And <clears throat> this is just, I'd say, our attempt at creating a publishing house that has authentic and real black characters mm-hmm. at the forefront of the creation. Um, I know this is kind of like just a, a big swing, but it's like to kind of start it off. It's like where I don't feel as though we've been properly represented in the space. Yeah, so well, this is that's the the big push. You know, we got big products like Yasuke, but the first scene in that is like, hey, you're dirty, so let's wash off the dirt off. Oh my goodness! You know what I mean? And it's like for us oh as the the audience for that, right? It's like. Bro, oh, that's jarring as hell, hey, dude. Are right? We, are we ever going to get historically accurate? <laughs> no, it's historically accurate, sure, but it's the first if it's thing, for us, right? bro. Yeah. Don't regret. Don't throw that shit down my throat, right? Don't that's traumatize right. me even more than I've already been traumatized, right? I want to see that black guy that's like, yo, I'm taking down everything, right? And of right. course, there's adversity in his and challenges in his way, sure, right? But hundred percent. I want it to be realistic and not traumatizing to the expect where we're also being put down while being lifted up at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's counterintuitive. So that's what, that's what Echo Chamber it is. Yeah, we're we're really pushing like a normal story. You know, it doesn't have to be <laughs> like I you know, it's it's crazy to say that, but it's can it just be some regular shit? Like, can it just be a story that starts, has some amazing elements, you know, puts you in the feels? It's just a normal setup where it doesn't, you know, a, a attack us or belittle us or put us down in any way. You know what I mean? So and that's what we're really pushing. I'll, I'll, I'll use another word besides normal. I want to say, like, I think we want to say relatable. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's a good that way to put it. when you pick it up and you start flipping through it, like, oh, snap, you know, I can I can relate to that. You know, like this is regular life stuff going on with this character. OK, you know, I would respond like that, too. That's how my mom is. Or this is, you know, how I would interact with friends or go throughout this journey. So that's what we're really, really trying to push something relatable to the masses that look like us. Yeah, and no, being, I really did that. Told by black people, not there you go. People who, <laughs> oh, I know the culture, right? No, you don't. <laughs> See, a lot of a, uh, a lot of media. What's the word when it comes to scripts? Um, 
mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter. I can't remember what it's called, but it's just like uh, people thinking what black people come from instead of just mm-hmm. getting it, just having black people portray themselves. Right. And, that, and that's 100 percent correct. And like you're just about to say, right? Like Yasuke, I know I just I'm harping on it right now. Even though it's a great anime, don't get me wrong, right? But like Stop lying, bro. You don't have to cap here. <laughs> yeah, like, like, is it a great look, anime? Look, like... Here's what I'll say. No, it's great because it it's great because it made it. Right. They're in the industry. I'm not. I'm gonna just say that, right? But here's what I'll say. It's like I, I kind of somewhat forgot where I was gonna go, but I was like <laughs> It's okay. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> I mean, like, the, I mean, the, in the, a way, like it, like yes, they made it. You know, good props to Lashawn Thomas, but at the same time, I, I don't know. It's like I'm not really happy with Yasuke or like, um, mm-hmm. like his works at the moment because they aren't critically good. You know, like, you know, right. good that he made it, but it, it's still lacking, and we're still like waiting for like that next thing that we can really hold up there. You know, at least that's how I right. feel so far. Right. No, that's one hundred percent. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So I appreciate y'all. So here's my take on Yasuke. <laughs> I I remember I was actually gonna get a Yasuke tattoo before the anime was announced. I remember oh, I really man. liked mm-hmm. reading the book mm-hmm. on him. I mm-hmm. thought that was dope. I was like, yo, Black Samurai that literally existed, and he <laughs> was actually kind of a beast. Right. Uh, like he didn't die in combat. There's no there's no record of him dying in combat. Man just went through battles, and he was like six something at that time. Right. Um, but that actually happened. He he was uh, Nobunaga's right hand at one point, and Nobunaga's like that legendary warlord you see in all anime. Mm-hmm. Like his right hand, one of his right hand dudes was this black character, and I was like, "This is sick." Um, and the the scrubbing scene did happen, right? They were like, "Yo, clean him up!" Like, and he was like, "Oh no, that's just how he is." And he's like, "I don't believe right. that." <laughs> like, I've never seen a person look like that. For me personally, uh, I was cool with all that because I thought that was just history, right? And I don't want to shy away from history. I don't want to be that person who's like, "Oh, you know." That happened a long time ago. I don't want to be that for the black media. So for me, it's like this is what it was. But my issue with Yasuke, the anime, was <laughs> for one, it That's wasn't good. But they added I, a bunch of stuff. Like uh, there was the the mechas that were just added in randomly. Mm-hmm. There was uh, all they didn't even like tell you when the demons got added into the story. It went from like normal stuff. Like I thought it was going to be a, a story about a black samurai, and that would carry the story. The history itself could mm-hmm. potentially carry the story of far mm-hmm. place but they were like this isn't good enough add in the top right. add in the giant bear woman add in the meccas mm-hmm. add in i was like yo is this just, like this could have been <laughs> a good story and you yeah i, I think that's one as a ploy as hill is a black samurai i think that's he what can't they, carry this story they pivoted mm-hmm. as to get that's exactly into i was it. just gonna say that's that's exactly why we created what we created right it's because shit like that keeps happening is the people who are created it aren't black right they they then grow up struggling to some extent to for mm-hmm. like they're not the people who are reading the product from when they were six or seven years old right like we grew right. up fucking reading zatch bell watching zatch bell naruto all these anime so we feel as though we have and i'm not saying we i'm talking the general we as like the blurred community right like mm-hmm there's products out there that aren't for us, but we watch it anyway, right? Like name your top five animes. And I guarantee you is Naruto. It's something that was made by a man that wasn't a black man. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is just change that narrative is, can we have somebody that's black, that's made from a black owned creative, that's an mm-hmm. IP that's 150% owned by black people and they control mm-hmm. the content and the world loves it. 
you know what i mean and, and that's what we're trying to get that's what the world is even asking for it right with everyone trying to take i wouldn't say like join the niche of black anime and black uh mangas specifically but just diversity in general everyone has a hunger for it now right right because we have a story to tell not even that is just it's interesting bro the same story has been told a million times I, oh, I can't man. do another like slave movie. Like you think that's what I'm just about to say, bro. Like, always the trauma bonding, bro. I'm over it. Dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of being a slave. I'm sick of not being a goddamn superhero, bro. Like right. why not? Why not? <laughs> so yeah, well, I, I really. I guess, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead. I, nah, I was gonna say I'm really tired of one of the things I was thinking about before we even got on this podcast because he told me you guys were coming on, and one of the things that got me uh, kind of frustrated was that whenever there's a black character, it's like he's clearly a black character, right? I don't mean mm-hmm. that in the sense of like his skin tone. I mean like mm-hmm. he is Bumblebee. the token black guy, yep. and the he will have a personality that fits the black person. He's never just a guy who is black. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what they did with with gay characters in the past. Like, yeah. There was a gay character; he was clearly gay. Like his right. sexuality yep. was everything. He wasn't yep. just a person right. who was gay. Yep. He, was he was the gay, gay man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Yo, that's a lot." I don't think yeah, it's necessary. 2D, like, like you could just his dimensions are just to be whatever the stereotype right. is supposed to be yeah, yeah. they gotta no, put him in your face like you know he has sex with men right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he doesn't have to that has to be his whole personality like right like, like, we get it, bro. like you know there's kind of always been what there's one type of black character and it's kind of across the board uh yeah. now i think there's been a couple re- uh, anime recently who have kind of changed that up where you know, they, they, they add a couple more, but like, I think Fire Force is trying to do that. Fire Force is actually taking initiative to try to add more black characters. Like they have three, which is mm-hmm. nuts right. compared to what we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. And they're different, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Right? But for the most part, like, what is it? The My Hero Academia black guy? He's an angry black dude. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. They're trying, bro. They, they're trying. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I remember I was about to see Killer B in Naruto, but then he And then like, he, start, and then he starts like, rapping. Like, oh, man. I was Cookie cutter, bro. <laughs> And then yeah. his older brother is what? The angry, angry. black nigga. Like, angry. that's what his exactly. older brother was. <laughs> now, the, the cool thing was that they did have the other characters to do with the lollipop and shit. And I thought, I like that. Him and the chill. chick. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get like anxiety issues and stuff. Like, I was like, okay, they, they're trying too. They're, but it's like, it took them seasons to add seasons. that in there. Like, it was a noticeable thing that they had to do because all of Naruto, normal Naruto, there was no black people. Right. No, Naruto well, starts up. I think two thirds of the way in, they're like, "Oh yeah, this <laughs> this village of black people is right over here." Right. Like, All right Let's I'll not forget it. about them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> telling you, hey, prime for, example. For at least, wait, wait. So I do want to say something about that because don't get me wrong. Like at least, like where I'm not expecting Japanese cultures, you know, that are 100 homogenous to mm-hmm. like, add different cultures. I am happy that they are starting to do that, and then definitely like happy that like we're starting to get like better representation. But then again, that's why you creators are necessary you know so we can tell our own stories the way that we need to right so that 100%. way 100 you know we can tell it properly instead of you know them who might not see us you know like it's one thing for like white people like here in america like who aren't even giving us a chance but they live around us the whole time right, uh, right. i'm not really expecting it from homogenous cultures that are across the ocean right uh, mm-hmm. But I, I did want to ask you guys, I guess, like, so, yeah, what's what's uh, Echo's Chamber story about? And then also you guys mentioned that you guys are a publishing house. So you guys like have other uh, stories to tell, or I guess, like other books or publications that you guys are going to be having, too. So, yeah, multiple, multiple questions. Out there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah. 
you was waiting on this. Hey, I'm just saying, no, because you know when we when we first started this, you know it was a, it was a really big push from Garrett because me being the artist, I'm seeing it as like, man, this is my baby. I don't know if I want to put this out there, this that, and the third, but he's like, bruh, we don't know how good we'll be until we try. So at that point, we we kind of just started throwing stories into the furnace. So Echo Chamber is just the first polished one, but we definitely have more stories in the chamber after this. You know, once we're we're, we're looking to, you know, become bigger, and then after that, the other stories will come. But Echo Chamber is the you know the foot in the door, and what echo chamber is about oh that's a loaded one um so there the the main entity we're calling it the malady and the malady is an entity that basically reincarnates itself over millennia we're we're representing it through what we would call plagues or, you know, every reset of humanity. And the main character, JT, is pulled in through his sensei, Eric Black. And it's just a loaded question. So, Garrett, you can you can jump in and help me out whenever. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick um, it up for you. Uh, but, yeah, now I got you. Um, so Echo Chamber as a whole, the product itself, is just about JT's journey dealing with the effects of the malady and how it, uh, it impacts everyone around him, right, throughout history. So it's this evil entity or ancient forest that has always plagued humanity, and we're experiencing a, uh, <clears throat> a glimpse in time of how it's impacting JT and his family and those around him. Right. So it's essentially... JT being in an echo chamber, chasing after the malady and discovering more about it, keeping himself and his friends in an echo chamber. So it's, it's uh, kind of a play. On that. It, yeah, it's gotcha. it's multiple layers of 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 a lot of things going on. So you know the reason we're calling it echo chamber, you know, it's just a lot of different elements in the story that constantly regurgitate that information to the reader that constantly explain what an echo chamber is. And we do that with multitudes of scenarios throughout the comic book while still, you know, giving that action, giving that story, you know, just like all the pieces are moving and mixing together in a, in a, a, uh, a very good manner. So it starts off almost like protection. Like he's trying to protect them in a space from what's about to happen or what's, go- what is happening essentially. Well, it's not. It's it starts off with JT being protected more so by his sensei. His sensei is the one that's giving him the information. His sensei is the one that's you know making sure he doesn't he himself doesn't get trapped in an echo chamber of like society. Like one thing, like our story takes place uh, twenty fifty three. I believe that twenty fifty three, twenty fifty four. And technology itself has peaked, it's spiked. So one of the ways that JT Sensei is protecting him from falling within an echo chamber is telling him to fall back from technology. Don't let technology control you. 
you use it to aid your life. Like you're not aiding technology. So he's just constantly teaching him lessons, you know, like normal stuff, like fishing, hunting, all that kind of stuff within a futuristic society. So that's how it's, you know, and they're having conversations. He's, you know, he's constantly using those conversations in real life. And it's how he stands out from like the rest of society. Yeah, so it's a, you know, while giving a lot of action, still putting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, what what inspired y'all, like, uh, one, in calling it, like, Echo Chamber, or, like, uh, going this direction, and then also, like, what inspired uh, the creation of it, you know? Like, what, what even, like, inspired you guys, like, making this in the first place? What inspired uh, us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, like, uh you know, like, uh, like, yeah, what was, like, the moment that you guys, like, were, like, we got to make our own thing? <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Garrett and I just grew up. You know, anime has been a really big part of our childhood. You know, we were growing up in the neighborhood together, and, you know, we saw some great ones. And then we saw a lot of bad ones that were still greenlit, too. Right. So, you know, growing up, we ourselves began saying, man, we can make something better than this. You know, like, how did this get put on TV? Are you serious? So it was, you know, one day I was in, you know, I was uh, wrapping up college. And then Garrett just goes, man, if we're so tired of saying we can make something better, why don't we just do it? I'm like, what? How long has this journey been so far? Oh, uh, was it been 2014? Yeah, I was going to say, I think we started like initially planning, like designing characters, the initial concepting yeah. in 2014. Yeah. And yeah. 2020 is when it the concept became real. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it was like we had a yeah. physical project to, to show for. Mm-hmm. You, oh, that's nuts. You said y'all, y'all wasn't happy with a lot of the bad stuff that got greenlit. What's... What's an example of a couple of bad ones that y'all don't like? Well, See, I don't me, believe in bad. No, I ain't got to answer so, that. No, 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 <laughs> don't go, don't go in the anime industry with a target on your back. No, no, no. I was going to say that's a target to put on our back, but there is no such thing, in my honest opinion, as a bad anime because it made it. Someone, some investor, investors spent twenty-five million dollars to ship said product. Regardless yeah. of if it's good or bad, they that, the money got know, spent. One hundred percent. So it's like, in my opinion, yeah, there's no such thing as a bad anime that's you can view nationwide, right? Like, yeah, I personally, I think my hero started off well, but is it doing well now? I don't think so. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So stuff like that. Um, I'm good. more of a samurai shampoo. Uh, brotherhood kind of anime guy you know what i mean so that's the frame of reference for i'm tired of not seeing good anime reference Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like Mm -hmm. those are some old classics and those hit hard and today's content you can't necessarily say the same for everything that we're receiving so that was the biggest push even back then 2014 right i don't know what was coming out necessarily 100 percent, but I wasn't happy with what I was saying as a consumer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we got Attack on Titan. We got the heavy hitters. But I'm talking about the stuff for us. That's what this whole 
pushes for right yeah the stuff that's right. designed specifically for our community yeah it's inclusive mm-hmm. everyone can enjoy it right because it's inclusive mm-hmm. but the yeah. shit that's made for us is what we're longing for right and then uh yeah i guess like also like uh what inspired you guys like going the manga route instead of like making like anime too like i guess is, like is there like a plan in the future to go make an anime out of this or like do you guys intend to like do like the the manga route like mainly no so it's all to push us towards being on the big screen right so mm-hmm. netflix hit us up hulu if y'all watching you know what right. i mean that's like, right. that's let's right. go but that's the big push so the initial business plan the initial vision is for us to know what it all looks like right so for us to know what it all looks like it's to do it ourselves so we started the publishing company so that we can produce and publish our own mangas a merry manga a merry Mm -hmm. manga right yeah and then the whole plan is to hopefully build enough capital or even go to kickstarter to Mm -hmm. push for that first pilot episode so we can go to Netflix and say, yo, we've already done all the legwork, right? We got right. 40,000 followers behind us. Yep. We got God's will in our corner. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just give us the money. And, and that's yep. that's the goal. That's literally the business plan is to do it all ourselves, to push for producing that first pilot episode right. and then securing the angel investors for it. Okay. Yep. I mean, you guys got a plan. Do you guys read other manga, like uh, anything that like inspires you? Or anything that you guys like now, currently, that like maybe um, that does like uh, give you hope, I guess, for the future. Attack on Titan for me, personally. Yeah. They, yeah, I, I think they've done a really good job with that IP, personally. And mm-hmm. I think they just need more games <laughs> to make yeah. it kind of blow up because you know we got the shitty ass my hero game but if they had a couple games like that no more arena like fighters i'm so tired of Man. no more anime yeah. arena fighters <laughs> no more. yeah i think and i think my... arc system works is the way to go yeah uh, and i'm i myself i don't i don't read much manga because i don't want to like subconsciously put anything into what we got going on so i, gotcha. I, I literally pull back i, I wall myself off from a lot of products out there. So once I come out or, you know, once, once we like go over everything that we have in the chamber for like storyboarding, it doesn't look like anything else. You know, we're trying to maintain our you want own everything identity. to be authentic. That's it. You know, and once we come through with our own style, we want it to be, you know, iconic, noticeable. Like when we drop, we want everybody to go, Oh, that's, that's them. You know, rather than it looking like, like, you know, a slew of everything that's that's coming out already. Man, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that mindset. That's that's interesting. You you, you guys say a lot of things. I'm always like, that's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly how I think, but it's 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 like a, I can see it all working. I can see it all working very right. well. Right. You know, so it's like I can respect exactly where you guys are coming from. I mean, it, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've thought of this before, but have you not thought that maybe looking at this other manga might give you? you know, might boost your numbers somehow. Like it might give you something that uh, you weren't thinking about, like something mm-hmm. that is amazing and you just put a spin on it somehow. Yeah, no, Garrett is always shooting me references. You know, he's he's the yeah, eye. I was going to say, that's my job. That's yeah. my job. Okay. I'm going to do that. Uh, I like partnership <laughs> idea. Okay. 100%. <laughs> like, you know, he's, the shit out there. He's, he's, he's but, scoping yeah. 24-7. And when he sees something that's like, I think this can help, 
he'll definitely, you know, like shoot at my way. And, you know, I glance over it and I'm like, yeah, no, that, that did help. You know, when it comes to like character poses or action shots or, you know, the way that they set up a scene, anything he feels that can help. He'll, he'll, he'll shoot in my way. So it's, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm not completely 100% walled off, you know, he's the, he's the right. one that gets through to me. Like when I'm like, the world is cut off. And Gary's just That's like, perfect. That's a good balance. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, he keeps it's definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. That was, that was it. No, it was definitely one of those things where it's like, in my experience, uh, I'm just like, especially when you think about athletics or anything like that, like, you could become a great basketball player, but it'd be so much easier if you watched film on Michael Jordan or Kobe exactly. Bryant. You know what I mean? Right. You could take a exactly. little bit. You could, I mean, right. it's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Allen Iverson still Allen Iverson, but he mm-hmm. definitely watched film on the other greats. You know what I mean? Like other kids end up watching him and they end up putting their own spin on things. They're all different. Right. Yeah. Kobe studied the fuck out of MJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Right. And you got to learn yeah. the industry, right? Honestly. Yes. And yeah. It's not, I don't like uh, the creative process that we go through. Like, Jeremy's not necessarily 100% like, oh, I'm not watching anime. I'm not reading. Right. You know what I mean? But the the main draw to that approach is to make sure we're not stealing, to make sure mm. we're not taking content. Oh, my hero did this with whiplash, bro. So we need to make sure JT got whiplash. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, no, the fuck you don't. You know what right. I mean? Because that's what people would, that it would, you would be compelled to do so. But if you're mm-hmm. a good writer, a good artist, even you can take from it and then apply it the way you want it to work in however you want it to work. You know what I mean? Right. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what we do. Even or even for myself, it's like, oh, okay, let's say, um, like even po- Pokemon Unite, bro. You know what I mean? Like they're dropping yeah. fucking whatever the hell they're dropping. And if it's something that inspires me, then I think it'll be beneficial to a scene or an episode that we have written. I'll be like, yo, dude, this is, this looks exactly how I wrote it. Yeah. This is exactly what I would want it to look like. You know what I mean? And right. then I'm like, he gets it. He's like, I can do that, but I'm gonna make it look like however I wanted it to look. And it's like, that's why you're on the fucking team. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and because that's deliver. the way it should be. I want it to yeah. look like this, but I want it to look like your fucking drawings did it. It's yep. that simple. <laughs> yeah, and we deliver on both ends, and we've we've been able to communicate and constantly, you know, feed each other with that inspiration. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the uh, I like it. the manga. So, on your website, you're you're now on book three. How many yeah. books total is there? Do you have it like completely finished in your head? Are you completing it as you go? Yeah, so we've storyboarded two seasons, pretty much. Yep. So is that book? Uh, think, yeah, think of think of one book or twelve uh, books into one season, right? This mm-hmm. typical anime, or if you go twelve to twenty-four format, whichever one they pick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're following the same thing. Um, we're dropping books, twelve books. That'll be the whole collection or the entirety of season one for the most part. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we'll drop another set of 12 books, and that'll be season two. We have five seasons planned. Right. Um, two, two, I'd say two, I'll just straight up say it, you know, two seasons are written up, and everything else is in my head. Yep. Mm. Okay. You know, constant now, communication throughout the days, whenever a new idea pops up, you know, mm-hmm. merging it into the, the master timeline we have set up, and you know, it's, it's you know constant conversations. 
master yeah. timeline. You That's it. Time Come, on now. Come on now. Yeah, no, the universe no, no, no. just blesses. <laughs> like, That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so a lot of those I'm myself, moments. I myself, so I know a lot of people have their own kind of critique of how they judge an anime. Like, it has to have this or has to have this. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. mine, a lot of my top favorite animes, for example, like Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho, they have turn- tournament arts. And those are like the highlights. Do y'all have yes, a tournament arts? Yes, baby. Art? Season three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm asking too many questions. <laughs> are you putting also, this on blast? Can, can, I, can I pause right here? Can I pause right? Can I put a bookmark right here? Right. I want to take it back because I heard Delmar say something I don't agree with. You, did you say the Hunter x Hunter tournament arc was the highlight of that, that show? It was one of my highlights when they were in the tower. Who else agrees the... with the Hunter x Hunter tournament arc? Like the beginning, right? Yeah, that's why when they went. That's the good part. Yeah, it's one of the best fights to me. Adam, I'm the Chimera Antarctic. That one fight right. with Hisoka beat the Chimera Antarctic. No, no, I'm talk, no, 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 no. I'm talking about just, just that fight. I'm talking, about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about just that fight in general. The Chimera Antarctic podcast. Oh, bro. Okay, we're good. Right. It's one of the greatest arcs. No, 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 no. So I'm going to the Chimera Antarctic is one of the greatest arcs to me, right? But yeah. I like. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for tournament arcs. Like you, Hockey mm-hmm. Show's Dark Tournament, mm-hmm. amazing. That was he. Solid. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed the Hunter Hunter tournament arc. Like I, I, I like tournaments. You know, even yeah. Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale is, yeah. You know, but their tournament was was okay after the time skip. Yeah, there's no time skip, is there? Please don't do no no time skip. <laughs> they're they're so early on. What are y'all? Thirty six episodes, or roughly thirty six in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's no way they got a time skip at 36 Yeah, no, we're not planning a time skip. We thought about it. I'll just say that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, we but thought ultimately, about it, it was like everyone's doing it, right? Like, oh, shipping it. it. Naruto is shipping it. You know what I mean? So it was like, fuck it. Let's not. Let's keep them the same age, but let's just follow mm-hmm. them through this year. You know what I mean? I mean that's I, I, that's, like, that's kind of like, the approach. People growing up as it goes on, but the whole, like, okay, we were 16, now we're back, we're 26. Like, wait, what? Or everybody is the same age. And then <laughs> yeah, it sounds world. like you guys got ideas to, like, to stay away from tropes, right? So that way yeah, you guys we're aren't. purposely not trying to fall into any of the tropes. Yeah, right? there you go. exactly. Yeah, yeah. everybody like is just doing that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was like, I feel like, and I'm not, I'm not a writer, but it's like, I feel like when I'm normally seeing a time skip, it's like, uh, it's being used as a, a plot device to uh, power up the characters in mm-hmm. a short amount of time so they can be like, mm-hmm. look how much cool. Like, it's almost as if they, not that they ran out of ideas, but they want to reinvigorate the the uh, the comic the or, or the manga, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, the power scale yeah. is what it is. That's the yeah. exact reason that it's there for us, for that exact reason, is to show yeah. the difference in power scale. It's, oh, in season one, Naruto couldn't Rasengan, but then season two, the nigga can Rasengan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's one of huge. those basic things. And now, like, right, exactly. You know, in shipping, there's like one thousand Rasengans. <laughs> yeah, or the characters that get developed, you could just draw. You know, because like I, I think just aesthetically, like you played video games before. I'm sure, like when you switch your outfit every once in a while, you're just like, "Yo, this feels better." Just me switching my outfit and then you feel like right. playing this game yeah, again. Different right. color, cool right. shit. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, Street Fighter is like if I get the dark purple, that's the better you than the. Than the light. I was gonna say, bro. <laughs> and then it's better and bigger. So I'm, I'm thinking for you guys, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, would you guys ever think of it in that sense? Like if your if your manga takes off and does great numbers, or we'll say your even your show, um, mm-hmm. down the road, would you ever be like, hey, season's ending, but let me make sure everyone's like on the edge of their seats. Let me tell them like, let me foreshadow a time skip coming, kind of like what One Piece did. Hell, mm. they were like when they 
right before they got teleported. You knew they were he going. He said, like, hell dead? no. He shot that shit down yeah. quick. I'm telling you right now, what's coming, if it, like, <laughs> I don't want to get right. myself, right? No spoilers, but no spoilers. Anything that's coming after Echo Chamber is going to be a prequel or a new IP. I'll just drop that one. I'm right? cool with that. Go. That's cool. Exactly. Because everyone you can't be mad at that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's good to hear. Well, you. Like, forever, bro. <laughs> will it be in the for your prequels or your new IPs? Would it be like the same universe or different? We're playing around with that idea. Like you know how like Marvel kind of everything's in the Marvel universe, right? And it's all the same in World One One. We're playing around with that idea, but it's yeah. it's, it's borderline trophy for. 2022 let's mm-hmm. just say that right mm-hmm. yeah so yes yeah. and no i don't yeah, like the idea of like i like i feel like it's you know like i do want to ask like things but at the same time it's like i'm hoping that's not going to be like something we've already seen even though those things that we've seen now you know mcu stuff or tournaments stuff, yeah innovative when they came out probably not exactly. innovative now right exactly that's yeah. that's the, that's the exactly the whole point is like it's the challenge for both of us as writing on this or that's what has come up is like thinking of something new right like yeah. the idea of something new genuinely if you really think about it doesn't exist yeah. but because everything's already been done before. Everything has been, been done, done to some extent, to some concept, some theory, whatever. The, the new thing right. is on the way. Yeah. Right. And it's on yeah. its way, exactly. But we can always spin those ideas yeah. to yeah, create yeah. a new experience around that idea, right? So, like, there's nothing new about Naruto, right? Mm-hmm. But for the millennial generation, it's God tier, right? And yeah. let's, let's, yeah. To, some, to some people, I'll just say to some people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. like I, I wouldn't say like it's not, yeah, it's, it's definitely not new because it's old, but yeah, it's, yeah. it was but innovative it, when it came out. Yeah, when it, when it, it came out, set the yeah. pace. Yeah, exactly. It really did. Yeah, even, for the, even it. for the West, right? <laughs> for when we received it. Because <laughs> yeah. we got to give the American version a catchphrase. Please, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I, like, I, I you think know. it's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Yeah, it's just that's that's all we're really trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to just spin it our own way. Once again, to you know that word again, relatable. Mm-hmm. Trying to make a story that's not necessarily using all the tropey stuff, but you know, reintroducing it in a genuine way. Right. So that's what we're really trying to do. Uh, you definitely you made your job harder, and I'm not mad at you. Like I think it's yeah. cool. Like I I, I, I <laughs> yeah, admire the initiative to like take the hard route because yeah, like, right. I think it's gonna provide a better product instead of right. taking the easy way. I always think about when working on the show and writing. It's like, what is the reader like that little twelve year old nerd that's black nerd, mind you, that's reading the mm-hmm. manga when it's physical and what he's going through in his brain, right? Because I was there at one point. So that's right. where I'm always thinking, like a, when he's when that person, he, she, whatever the hell, because you know, whatever, they're reading the book, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're reading the book. I want them to have that experience of like, not only is this relatable, but I'm inspired because of this shit, right? There like, you go. We, like we got inspired because like anyone I grew up drawing and illustration, story writing, whatever the hell, right? They put themselves in those stories. Goku has been black. Goku has been Indian. Goku has been Asian. You you know what I mean? Like Goku, everyone has made him the way that they see that character. And that's what Mm -hmm. we want to do is for 
someone to identify and be like, JT looks like me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm JT. Yeah. Oh, and let me, I flip the book around and look at these black creators. Oh, shit. Now I want to go and do this myself. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's supposed to be all full circle, ultimately. Yeah. And I can, I can of- even expand on that. Um, like, I've been drawing JT since, like, early elementary. And JT has been within every single show, video game that I have grown up loving. Like, JT has been a Super Saiyan. JT has been, you know, a Sonic character in Legend of Zelda stories. You know, like, he's just popped up everywhere that I connected to. So at that point, when we really started this journey, you know, Garrett pushed me to say, let's reinvent him to where once we really put our stuff out there, other people will want to put themselves in our story. Mm-hmm. So that that was like that full circle. I definitely feel you on that. I definitely remember mm-hmm. being a kid and like, I think one of the big ones for me was a Samurai Champloo. Like, oh yeah, that mm-hmm. Mugen in the background, man. That was that was heat. As a kid, I was like, that's the closest thing. <laughs> no, in my head, I was, it was 2007. I remember being in the computer lab and I found out that thing existed. I started learning how to use the internet correctly. Right. <laughs> and I remember just being like, that that's that's the closest thing we're gonna get. <laughs> and yep. I was excited. Is for he it. black? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 First question. question. The biggest is search black? is he is Mugen black? Is, like, is racially ambiguous. Right. And yeah, I mean, he's probably just a dark Asian, but he's it's like, Asian. I was cool. Yeah. He's dark no, but we took it as like, yo, we finally being represented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there, I mean? There is, uh, in the islands he's from, uh, I would have to search this again, but in the islands he's from, I believe there is a um, a group of black Asian people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they have hair like that is black, essentially, but they're mm-hmm. Asian. It was pretty cool, because he's from uh, those little islands off the coast of yeah, Japan. Yeah, Ryukyu Islands. Please explain black hair to me. What do you elaborate on? (laughs) Man, I I wish I could elaborate myself. Please, please elaborate on that one for me, sir. I I can't tell. (laughs) I I gotta do it for the for people ain't here. I gotta I gotta tell. (laughs) But no, it was. I was like, that's the closest thing we're gonna get for a while. And I I think he made he made another anime. Um, what was it called? Uh, God's will. Not not space Space days. The one after that. Cowboy Bebop. Or you talking about Uh, Bebop was before. Yeah, it was, yeah it was uh, Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Space Dandy, and then he had Hachiko no uh Oh Michiko and Hachin. Michiko, yeah. Michiko Yi Hachin. There it is. Yeah. Mm. And that has a lot that of that was Brazil. Yeah, that was based in that Brazil. That was in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like South, I appreciate that South America. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty it was, cool. Like I like I do want to give the creators some props, because don't get me wrong. It's like they have a lot of work to do, but they're doing better. Like I love how you brought up like earlier um in fire force you know like mm-hmm. uh the black guy um is nigerian you know like and like they they bring up yoruba yoruba um tropes of sorts i guess you know like to like uh not tropes but like yoruba uh, symbols in like how uh he fights and i thought that was pretty cool don't get me wrong mm-hmm. like i we really do need like black creators uh to be able to tell our stories better but yeah like it's the same time it, things are getting better you know right, no right. longer do we have the mr popo as the standards right <laughs> oh man yeah. i wouldn't even, even call mr popo i, I would go with trigger I, 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 I'm trying to make y'all feel a little bit better. I'm trying to make y'all feel a little 
completely yeah, black. I can't yeah, remember what they gin, do. Gin. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, they're gin. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Mr. Popo was black. Like, at least, I never, I don't I think, think any of us ever thought. the black guy. I mean, they, had, they, they, they didn't have black people like in. You know, I remember like in Dragon Ball, although they his name was I think uh, Commander Black. I'm not sure. I know <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he he was he was an actual black guy, although he was you know big lips type of guy, right? Um, yep, right. But come on now, yeah, oh, yep. looking at him, he is dark, oh, yeah, black. big, perfect pink lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Officer Black. Really? Yeah, he said real black. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think but he was at least was a cool guy. A black guy they were gonna give us. Yeah, um, I think he was supposed to fulfill that niche without making an actual black character, because like Hachiku, uh, uh, Hachiku, the show you were just talking. Yeah, Sorry, Michiko and Hachin. Uh-huh. That show of the three product or the of the four you know things he has, that one got the least amount of like press that I'm aware of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it stars yeah. black people for the most part. Mm. So yeah. it's kind of like I wonder why, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, actually, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like, slept on that. Like, they just haven't heard about it, unfortunately. Right. I heard about it. Yeah. Like, it's it's a banger show. Like, uh, like if you've seen that movie, uh, City of God, or is it City of God? But, uh, like, it's like a Brazilian movie. Like, and a lot of it is, like, uh, based off of it. And this movie it actually came out in 2008. So, yeah. It's people just slept on it. But, yeah, they actually have black people in this show. So I want to ask you, you said you've been drawing JT since you was a kid. Mm-hmm. What made you lean towards him having locks? Like, I know his master has locks. Did he get with the master and the master, he, like, got that from his master? Or was he already doing that himself? I don't know. You, you, you see a young JT in the comic, and he definitely has a froth. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he, he says himself in the in the manga that he he's paying respect to his sensei and that's why he locked his hair um initial reason why he has locks is that guy sitting in the chair <laughs> it's, it's, it's him <laughs> <laughs> back here, put yourself yeah, put yourself <laughs> yeah. that's live that's live no nah, but, but but at that point it's, it's yeah i mean yeah he pays he pays respect to his sensei and that's the reason that's the reason he does get locks but it's also a more relatable hairstyle that's great so you you've been drawing your friend and you were aware of this for years that's that's a lot of respect because I would never draw guys with it you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) good thing you can't draw (laughs) (laughs) but no I've been I've been doing comics like since like childhood man um you know this this story has been in the works for a very long time you know just drawing comics as as a kid and then eventually you know just getting that push from Garrett like telling you man that, that he's he's a he's a real big reason why this is why this is here I like it mm-hmm. I like it uh, tell us more about so you got JT and you have mm-hmm. Eric the master Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us more about Sapphire. Is this an otter? Yeah. <laughs> Sapphire is uh, that's that appeal, man. There's always an animal companion. Right. And uh, my favorite animal is an otter. Okay. So I thought I was like, you know, this is a this is a great way to plug this in, as well as 
it's the whole dynamic of you know our our story is set in the future so there's so much technology going around JT himself sticks out like a sore thumb because there's an otter with him so and and everybody's like looking like what is going on with this kid like he's sitting on the train with an otter or he's like walking down the street so sapphire is a way for the readers to understand society around jt because if you read you know like you read the manga you'll see like thought bubbles everywhere around people in the public responding to you know him walking around in public and sapphire is very animated so you know she's always on his shoulder you know the whole ash pikachu vibe and at that point you know very animated moving around and jt's just real calm you know not really paying her much attention you know he just knows that she's going to be doing a lot of movement but it does give the reader an opportunity to see how the public is responding to you know to such an odd pair and, it, and it's cute right i mean i can see like, if this thing does blow up and that could be like the plushie or that could be like the yeah, you, come on now i'm not stopping yeah. until we get sapphire plushies bro merchandise I'm sapphire plushies the little thing from the hip that's mm-hmm. it you always need it man like that that character is important people don't understand yeah. like merchandise wise those characters are important. Come on, man. 100 percent it was a swing uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it worked about halfway or let me see halfway I'm, I'm pretty a good chunk into i was reading book two mm-hmm. and don't want to speak or spoil anything because okay good but um <laughs> I, I like the artwork i like the direction mm. um fuck oh, no i can't say that either let's see right I want the questions. It doesn't matter, bro. I don't care. Hey, well, if we can't talk about it too much, that's all right. You know, although where can people read this? Where can people find out more about Echo Chamber? Um, definitely on our website, echochamberprod.com is the main source. Um, mm-hmm. But we're on Comixology, Amazon, wherever you're reading your mangas, you can okay. find us. Those dope. are two main sources. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dope, dope, dope. dope. When, you're, uh, when you're searching... Type in echo chamber manga. You know, typing in just echo chamber will give you a slew of other things. So, <laughs> you know, just like search, search support echo chamber manga, and all <laughs> all the books come up. You'll see, you'll see it. Dope. Now the books are going to be black and white, or is it going to be fully colored? Those no, are going to be black you know, and white. Black, black and white. white. No, okay. the, the yeah, traditional manga style. Manga, manga style. Manga, I think is you know you, you stick with no color. Right, yeah, and then every so now, then you'll have like that one page, like in the page break, like you did have like yeah, one color yeah. section, which it's like right. a commercial break. Yeah, intermission page, intermission page. There you go, and you know, front cover, back cover, splash they're nice, pages. They're so time uh, consuming, you know. Hmm. Like if you were to draw, hmm. if you were to color your whole manga, you, this is a whole. That's a lot of money. Cycle That's actually production That's a, that, and time. It's not a manga anymore. Yeah, it's not a manga anymore. That's a graphic novel. I got a comic book. <laughs> right, a webtoon, right. Yeah, webtoon graphic novel it's, it's not a manga anymore mm-hmm. can you yeah. tell me a little bit more about how you said you know you, you want to have a, a different component of this is I experienced this or you know not every 
black child went without like a loving parent, right? But you have mm-hmm. this lady named Tanya, JT's mother. Yep. What is that? What is she? What is she? What's the behind? What's her backstory? What's the infer- inspiration behind her? My mother. My mother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? My my mother is the complete inspiration for that character. And you know, like I said, I've been drawing JT. I've been living vicariously through JT. Like my entire life, you know, any phase that I ever went through, JT was that phase. And at that point, giving him a mother, my mother, you know, so those were that relationship, the conversation, it just flows like how I talk to my mother, how we talk to each other. And, you know, JT being in high school, those are the types of conversations I had with my mom in the morning, you know, before going to school. So that's that, you know, uh, once again, that layer of being relatable, like, you know, black kids will pick this up and just be like, yep. Yep. That's exactly what it is. That's That's my mom. mom. Yep. She's, you know, talking with me. She's drinking her coffee. You know, she cooking in the morning. And, you know, at, at one point in book one, JT's like stuffing his face, eating real fast. She comes up behind him, like, what'd I say about stuffing your mouth? <laughs> you know, like, right, you're right. eating too fast. What'd I say about that? And at that point, JT is just like terrified. Like, you know, even though he's, you know, he's 18 at the time, mom still scares you at that age. Right. So, oh, still, that, still to this day. Come on, man, no matter how old you are, you're man. Exactly. <laughs> I still don't piss in front of my parents, man. Right. I, like, mm-hmm. I guess I'll, still I'll, I'll try to. I got like one more question, I guess, to end it off. I guess we got to get out of here in a second. But uh, would you say you said that JT is kind of like an expression of yourself? So would you say that over the last, you know, however many years you've been around, like you've been using him to almost like an outlet to uh, express yourself? Well, I see a lot of things in the manga of experiences you might have had through high school or things like that. Absolutely translated. Absolutely, he's he's been like uh, like a vessel, uh, more so like a a mode of protection, really. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, kept me out of trouble, kept me on the right path. You know, at that point, you know, instead of actually doing these things, Jeremy, just draw about it. That's it. You know, like keep myself, keep myself out of trouble. JT saved me at that point. Right. You Yo, know, so, therapy. Very nice. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on now. Artistic therapy, man. You know, and now we're just giving JT his own story. I like that. Yeah, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see more about this story as we keep on going and to hear more from you guys as uh, you guys keep on growing, you know, like it's really exciting yeah. to see creators doing their thing and to follow through with it. And yeah, we're rooting for you guys like as um, you guys make more of this. Yeah, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Like it really means a ton that you guys uh, spend time and uh, you guys like have so much to, to offer the community really with this, you know, to offer the world, I would say, not even the community. Like it's, is supposed to be something that like everybody can really enjoy and like see themselves right. in, right? Right. Yeah, and I'd say thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this platform, right? And right. Just getting people in our pockets that support the project is going to do waves. It's going to make waves for when the time comes, right? Because everything right. now is just setting up for the future. Right. And we're just trying to make sure it's a good one. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, yo, so if you want to support it. them, where can they go to find your stuff and order it even now? 
Uh, echochamberprod.com is our website. We're uh, Echo Chamber Prod on Instagram, mm-hmm. I believe also on Facebook, and then Echo Chamber underscore PRD for Twitter, just for information about us. But if yeah. you want to buy, for sure, go to our website and just hit us up on Amazon or Comixology. Echo Chamber, the American manga. We'll awesome. make sure we put all your all the links into the uh, the the bio. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Absolutely. But anything else I want to leave with us, though? Uh, physical copies coming this year, or maybe the start of twenty twenty three. So we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut. Uh, we're gonna put books one, two, and three into one volume. Yeah. So it'll be a hefty read for the people who prefer physical over digital. Right. Something you can just put on your shelf and show off. Like I got it. That's right. Hey, yeah, bro. Yeah, Ars yeah, and Noble, bro. That's a big step, man. People, exactly. People sleep on Barnes and Noble. Exactly. And each 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 Shelf book place is competitive. You know, each book is a is a pretty hefty read. You know, every time we drop, we're giving like ninety to a hundred. It's pages. a good size because I hate it's a good size. 10, you know, like dollars I'm not, for we're like not gonna a, give you forty right. page. I'm just like, oh, I'm already done. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you're paying ten dollars. You're getting a very hefty read. You know, read through a couple times, digestible. You know, and at that point, the, the cliffhangers mean a whole lot more. Right. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. That's what's Absolutely. up. Thank you guys so thank much. You guys. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys. Absolutely. And anything that uh, Delmar, Josh, want to say uh, to close things off? Josh. Uh, no, nah, man. I appreciate having you guys, Jeremy, Nix. Uh, it was cool meeting you guys. Both of y'all seem like genuine people. So I'll vibe yeah, with you cool. already. Like I, I love y'all. Straight up. There we go. <laughs> I hope there this shit go. takes off, man. I really hope this this stuff takes off for you. Uh, you guys have right. a plan. I mean, I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. isn't like some, like, I'm just writing it as I go. Y'all already, like, right. like you said, you had two books already in the two back. Seasons. You already moving. Yeah, yeah, you got ideas for days, Jeremy. So I love the way yeah. your mind works, man. Hey, man uh, I appreciate it. Good luck, man. Yeah, man. Thank, Thank you, guys. Uh, no, I'm glad to have y'all. Um, I saw the product, and I was just like, yeah, we should have these guys on. And I'm glad that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going even before that I'm excited that uh, y'all took it serious with the whole promo package and y'all was already yeah. like on top of it when you know I brought this <laughs> up to y'all fix your so. time brother yeah my imaginary <laughs> time right, like you know it's just it's, it's yeah. good to see you know not even just pro- professional black people right just yeah just, just professional itself to come correct and ready right. to show off what you already have so uh, I appreciate it and thank you for and- coming on Thank you guys, and we're thank trying to put that black black excellence first, right? That's yeah. right. What was the thing you say, uh, black? Uh, Don't you uh, dare! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. It was nice to meet you guys. Really, Josh. <laughs> thank you guys so much, and everybody. Oh, definitely appreciate y'all. As always, stay dope, folks. Peace. 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 Peace.